Welcome to Did You Know, a casual podcast hosted by a DID system and their partner. Most episodes will be lighthearted fun, and some may dive into deeper topics. Anything said during this period is strictly the opinions of Logan and Circus coming from their respective experiences. We hope you enjoy and stick around for a listen. Again, my name is Logan. And I'm Circus. And on today, we are going to be discussing a few things. We're probably going to have a general life update Mm -hmm. uh, and then kind of delve into probably what is more uh, influential in my life, but kind of has been seeping into Circus's life in gaming. Well, I guess more about our draft that we're doing is more... I guess that's right more relevant to me which since we're on that topic it'll be a store-bought board game draft um the way we're kind of determining this is you can get it at walmart or target probably mostly the milton bradley line of games Mm -hmm. um so you're probably not going to see things like Catan um or anything like of that level of strategy on this list on this one we're gonna do it yeah, we, we definitely do plan on doing a different list. That one will probably just be a top five, just as, again, Circus ha- doesn't have as much experience in the board gaming world as I do. Yeah, on that front, I will agree. I thought you were just saying that like I wasn't a gamer at all, and I was like, bro, we have talked about how Sonic morphed my whole childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I probably probably did kind of uh, misspeak on that, on that aspect, but... Um, but yeah, so kind of gaming, board gaming is going to be the the overall topic, but we do have some sweet things that we want to share with you kind of from our life and kind of things that we did. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the folks what we did for your birthday weekend? Yeah, so we're, we're a bit behind on episodes um, because these past couple weeks have just been eventful. Um, we didn't have anything recorded or time to record, um, but my birthday is february 2nd uh and in like would you say like december was when we found it out or was it like january even like we discovered like the concert oh yeah it was probably plot twist we went to a concert late december late december yeah we because look you're the one who like found the concert yeah it was literally just like a facebook Facebook ad ad, wasn't it Yeah. yeah Um, but we went to Rockzilla, the second leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a Chicago show literally the weekend of my like birthday week. Uh, it was, so the concert was on the 4th, which was... Yeah, it was that uh, Saturday. It was that so. Saturday. Um, so it was, it was super cool, honestly. I, I've been to two concerts prior, um, but I've never been to like an, an alt concert if you will like i don't know yeah like i mean what, most of the I bands were like punk punk that's that what you'd say okay yeah i mean i mean do we want to like say the bands like is that i mean it was rockzilla so like yeah, it, yeah yeah it was the the headliners were papa roach and falling in reverse yep um and then um the other two like openers if you will like i think everyone really had honestly an equal set time i didn't really feel like anyone was much longer uh i would definitely say escape the fates was the shortest okay so probably just like a like a 10 minute difference like a one song extra per set probably something yeah, like that I feel like falling in reverse though i think they did have a longer set than like the openers but that's pretty pretty typical but like yeah. you said it wasn't much it really wasn't like um, i've i've 
again, like the other two concerts like I've been to is usually like the opener was like an hour or like a half hour, if that. And like yeah. the rest of the like three hour show was the same person. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's especially. So like this was actually kind of a cool set because uh, the other band was uh, Hollywood Undead. So we had and it was escape yeah escape fate Hollywood, Hollywood Undead Hollywood Undead as were the, the openers two, yeah Papa Roach and Falling Universe kind of being the, the co co headliners and I mean I don't know if I'm mean, at least for me like all of these bands are like big names like it's mm-hmm. not like I've been to some like uh, Spring Fling I went to in Peoria in like 2019 and their opener was like some local band right. Mm-hmm. And then it went into like Memphis Mayfire into A Day to Remember. And A Day to Remember, of course, was like the big headliner. It so um, that was like, it was a really good concert, actually. That was freaking sweet. Sounds like it. Um, but, uh, oh no, it wasn't Memphis Mayfire. It was Asking Alexandria into A Day to Remember. Dare I say even better? Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> strictly better. But, um, but yeah, so like, it was actually a very cool concert. the The venue was very cool too. Like, I actually really liked the the locale, if you will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I was happy to see Falling in Reverse again after the last time I saw them was at like a Warp tour back in like 2017. So. Yeah, saying so, it was my first time seeing any of these groups because again, yeah, it was like my first time at a heavier concert and it was definitely a very different experience from other concerts i've been to but it was it was very fun i had a blast um i did kind of have to tap out um at one point just because i've i am a sick person (laughs) and i just reached a point where i was starting to get really lightheaded and my legs were going numb which is just a problem i have I mean, pr- part of, like, probably the, the social anxiety, because, I mean, when at these concerts, especially once, like, Falling in Reverse came on, yeah, it was so tight. People were all over you, and, like, I know you already have enough social anxiety mm-hmm. as it is, just, like, you know, when we went to, like, that basketball game, and yeah. there wasn't even people close to us, and then... It was just... I think the noise gets me more than anything. The and, noise. like, the lights. That was my big problem, is I low-key... I would not say I started crying, but I definitely, like, Falling in Reverse had a lot of red lights, and uh, those specifically, like, because sure. we, we we were, like, on the front line. We were right up in yeah, there. Yeah, there was, what, one, one, one row, row in front yeah. of us, and like, so we, were, we were up in the shit. We were up in the shit. It was yeah. very cool. Uh, it was very, like, it was a wonderful experience. I would not, like, take that yeah. back at all. Like, I had a blast. I honestly would say that was borderline a life-changing experience for me. Yeah. Um. But... Yeah, we were we were definitely up in the shit. Um, the lights kept going up and down as they do in a show. But every time it like came over me, I could feel my eyes watering, and I was just at one point just started like dripping, and I was like, "Yeah, just yeah. tears." <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely. It made me happy. I didn't wear the contacts like I had planned yeah. on wearing. <laughs> and I mean, your makeup actually still survived mm-hmm. pretty well through it all. So like that was good. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Hmm? I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah you're a professional. <laughs> it's probably that sealer or whatever you put on there, whatever it's called. Setting spray. Yeah, that stuff. <laughs> whatever. The sealer. Just, just, just paint and primer, just straight. Yeah, on. yeah. We, we went out to our 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 miniature painting stuff and just got that. Oh my that god. That matte finish. Yeah. 
Please don't use that on your face. Please, please. For legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's perfectly fine. Don't don't worry about it. You know, people, some people actually use, like, hairspray. Well, that's like, you remember that person who put a gorilla, gorilla glue, glue on her fucking hair? hair? God. Bro, and she's, did, like, rich now. It's ridiculous. Did, did they actually successfully sue Gorilla Glue for that? That I don't know. Because, yeah. if I feel like they wouldn't have been able to because of how much the packaging says, don't put this on your skin. It doesn't say anything about your hair, though. McDonald's coffee is hot. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Although, to be fair, that coffee was well above So, yeah, I, the as much as, like, people coffee, meme on that yeah. case, it was, like, yeah. It was actually, like, scorchingly hot. Yeah. So, like, even if she didn't spill it... It was still too it hot. It probably would have given her, like, blisters in her mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. She would have got money... Either way. Either way. <laughs> um, I think it was a she. I can't remember I believe. who it was. So, I believe you're correct. Um, um. Anyway. It, neither here nor there on that. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so the concert, very cool. We got some sweet merch. I did, yeah. We both got zombified beanies that say zombified on the rim and then got have like cool the cool zombie, little zombie dude. Yeah. Um, I got this super cute uh, popular monster t-shirt that's yeah. got like a very cartoony little wolf type thing on it. And then in bubble letters says popular monster and it's just very on brand. And I love it so much. Yeah. Our buddy... Uh, got a sick hoodie. That hoodie. Is I honestly, awesome. if it wasn't seventy bucks, I would have asked you for that too. But yeah. I was like, I want the shirt more, honestly. And but that that hoodie is sick as hell. It's like got Ronnie on it, but he's like the falling in reverse name. It's like an arch. Yeah, so it almost looks him. like he's in like a cathedral. It's very on yeah. brand. He kind of like was floating. His hair is all like up, and it's just it's just really cool. It's pretty. It was pretty sick. And then we got a bunch of free stuff. Oh, yeah. From we, our VIP package. So, quote unquote, free stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, we, we, we did have, like, the middle stage VIP, which has probably contributed to how close we got. Um, well, yeah, because we were able to get in. Early. We were able to get in for everyone else. Um, but, yeah, we got um, a poster. We got a poster, which I don't think we ended up keeping the poster. Or did you keep yours? No, I, I, I think we I, all ended up ditching our posters because they, they gave everyone their stuff at the beginning of the concert. Which, which I understand why they do it, but there was just nowhere to keep it, and there was no like lockers or anything like that. Yeah. So it was just like we had them in like our hoodie pockets for a while, like in between the big center pocket, all rolled up. But they just didn't survive the night. No. The, and like, admittedly, the poster was for Papa Roach, which I mm-hmm. I love Papa Roach, but it wasn't the reason I was there. So yeah, I, like our other. I didn't care as much. One of our buddies, the main reason he came was Papa Roach, so he yeah. he kept his poster very like as best he could, and he yeah. like, he took it home. So I know. But like, the water bottle, that bro, was that cool. thing is sick. We got yeah, we got a water bottle, and then we got a CD, and we weren't supposed to get signed CDs. Only the like the top package was supposed to get signed CDs. Yeah, because there was what the super ego. It trip. was it was the big ego, and then the like huge ego. Huge, I think something like that. Yeah, and we got the big ego trip. Yeah. And the the huge was supposed to get the the, sign. the signed CDs, and we were supposed to get the unsigned. And as the girl checked off our things, she looked at the person next to her and said, "Two unsigned." And all the people in our group, which I bought both our ticket together, yeah. but each of our friends bought their ticket individually. Yeah. So that was 
four, like you could say three orders, but all of us got signed CDs. Yeah. So I wonder who else got signed CDs and who maybe didn't get their signed CD. Yeah. That, well, because, yeah, I wonder if they just signed so many or if they signed them to order. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, maybe it was just, like, maybe we got them because we were just lucky. Or, mm-hmm. like, maybe it wasn't a screw-up, per se. But I like She said thing. unsigned. So, yeah, they definitely had unsigned ones there, Yeah. Too, like, so. she said, like, two unsigned as we passed. Yeah. So, we were not supposed to get signed ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's still pretty cool, though, right? And then... We're going to frame one of them, I know. Yeah. And then just keep the other one. Yeah. And then, was that... I think that was all the freebies. Uh, there was the there was like oh, this arcade coin, coin yeah. which didn't go. It wasn't. I don't know why they called it an arcade coin and honestly not just a collectible coin because it is just a little collectible thing. It says like big ego trip. Yeah. It's pretty nifty, but like it, it is just a a little trinket. Yeah. Um. But I think that was it. Yeah. Which again, some pretty cool swag overall. Like, pretty pretty happy with the trip. The bands were awesome. Mm-hmm. The music's great. Um. Only only downside is our, our buddy got his, his his vape oh yeah taken from him which at the end of the day it was the correct thing they did have signage posted but like bro so many people were vaping mm-hmm. and it just it felt very like singled out like hey you in particular give me your yeah vape. and yeah so. There, there were a few moments where I was not too happy with the, the people there. But, like, again, they're doing their job, and I get it. But, like... I thought you were going to say our other buddy, uh, unfortunately, got, like, elbowed in the face, like, twice oh, in a row. well, yeah. Like, such as Mosh Life, but... that that That's the life of the concert. But, yeah, he did get, like, elbowed in the face, like, twice. I mean... The guy that elbowed him, I'm pretty sure, was the guy that was also, like, jumping around on people. Yeah, he was, so... like, grabbing, like, the people in front of his shoulder to, like, boost himself up because he just was jumping. And it was, like, I don't know. I don't... I know that's, like, the vibe of those kind of events, which, again, my first of that nature. But it definitely felt like he was being a little extra. That, from my experience, isn't typical unless you're actually in a pit. Mm-hmm, which we were not. Right, like, they tried to get a pit going. I just don't know if it was just too packed for people to, like, spread out. I know um, our buddy Drew sent me a video the day after that during Papa Roach. There definitely was a little circle going oh, uh, sure. that they had, like, posted on their Instagram story or something. Um, people were, like, doing solo dances, and they had, like, a big circle. Because he was, like, I was getting major shoved there at the end, and that, that was why. Because they were pushing oh. everyone out to make a big circle. Because, yeah, they... Uh... People will, you know, of course, jump around and stuff at those sorts of concerts. But, yeah, it's usually not like that. I was actually surprised there was no crowd surfing. Yeah. I know the, um, I'm fake fan, um, the new, the current Escape the Fate singer. He did. None of the other, like, artists oh, really came down. Craig. But, but yeah, he, yeah. he came down during, like, the end of his set and jumped up. And I definitely saw him getting lifted a little bit there. Yeah. But there, because, like, when I went to... Um, uh, Three Days Grace and Disturbed. Um, there was like it was nonstop crowd surfing. Like There's someone always in the air. Like there was like, it was just like waves of people oh, just wow. being like pushed <laughs> to the front. And my buddy Rico, 
because that we went to that with uh, I went to that with Amber, Rico, and um, one other person, um, and even Rico went up and crowd surfed. And Rico's a big dude. Rico's a big dude, yeah. Yeah, so like, so yeah, he 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 crowd surfed one time at least, and but yeah, you just got to have your head on a swivel in those things sometimes. But uh, wild, yeah. So that was the the big thing we did kind of recently. Um, mm-hmm. I've played in a few more um, magic tournaments and still haven't gotten as close as I did last time, but we're hoping to uh, to get qualified here for the next big tournament um, before I head out to San Diego in April. So God, that is coming up. Yeah, and I have not done any testing or anything for that at all, so... But I, I know I kind of know like what deck I want to build and, and take to it. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of I actually need to probably play some of the format just to make sure that I'm not just out of my depth. But, right. Um, Suck to get all the way there and just absolutely wash. Yeah, I mean I'm sure there will be ton of side events that I could do. True. Um, is, it, is is it like a whole like convention almost? Yeah, DreamHack is actually like a convention um it's actually my understanding is a lot of like digital games like people will go there for like uh, starcraft and like they'll actually even like take their pcs with them like Jeez. like there'll just be people online holding their like whole like whole rig. set yeah that's crazy um or like just wheeling it in in like a briefcase yeah that's what i'm imagining just people with like little trolleys specifically for like their yeah, pc <laughs> but like magic just has like probably one of the exhibit halls or mm-hmm. part of an exhibit hall for the event there so that'll be well it'll be interesting because it'll be the furthest out of illinois i've ever been mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know because i'm actually having to fly for the first time in my life so i'm sure that'll be a terrifying experience but you got this, baby. Yeah. But uh, um, that's pretty much all I've really been doing. I'm working a lot, you know, mm-hmm. making that money. Making that money. Um, Obtaining the grain. I, I know you had some other things that you kind of have been doing. Um, Yeah. I I had major con crud, uh, concert yeah. crud, if you will. Which yeah. I never really had. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if it was entirely that or if we did hang out with a buddy of ours shortly after and kind of helped them move um, when we got out and they were a little sick. So I don't know, maybe it did get kind of combined, maybe like, but like no one else in the friend group got sick, which is why I just don't think that they got me sick. I really don't. But it maybe was like, I was already a little sick, so I was like susceptible to their sick. Maybe. Um, maybe. But I don't know. I had like a gnarly, like congestion was a lot of what it was. Um, I had one night that was pretty sick and I ended up like taking like three bites of my soup and then throwing up. Um, <laughs> and then I cried cause I felt like I was wasting my soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I figured, yeah, especially cause you probably were just trying to eat too much of it maybe. Mm-hmm. And, like, cause I was, like, I was hungry, but I felt like crap and I was like, eh, but I need to eat. Yeah. But. My batty betrayed if, if there's anything I'm okay with being wasted is like a $3 can of <laughs> Campbell's chicken noodle. Yeah. Like, 
I didn't cook you a filet mignon or right. like, a, like, a, like a piece of salmon and you just nope waste that or whatever. So like that, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, baby was a little, a little sicky sick. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of contributed again to yeah. We were gonna film. I was just recording that, that, stuff because we were gonna film. Record, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I also have YouTube channels, so I it's just my go-to word. Um, we usually record Sundays, and we were gonna record the Sunday after the concert, but then emergency had to help friend who move, and that just kind of took priority. And then I was sicky, and then we've just been like just doing a lot of other things. Yeah. But we're gonna try to get back into being more reliable. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we still obviously reserve the right to to go more bi-weekly than weekly as, like, we kind of initiated. So, like, if it falls down to that, then, you know. We're, we're pushing tri-weekly this weekend. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Okay. But, but like, <laughs> if... Uh, tri-weekly sounds like it would be, like, three times a week. Yeah. So, if if, if worst comes to worst, then, yeah, that that would be... The situation, but I think we can get back on the ball because mm-hmm. we did it already, so yeah. we can do it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Today's podcast brought to you by the letter E. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, that's kind of, I guess, our life update. Oh, you have something? Do you want to talk about your Valentine's Day gift? Oh, sure, I suppose. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. But I just, you liked it, and I'm still, like, I was very nervous. I've been, I was working on it for, like, a couple weeks, and I was just very nervous that you would think it was dumb. No, it was, it was very cute. So, basically, they made me, like, a origami style. It's not origami. Like, it's a box. We bought, so it's one of those, like, um... Foldable. I don't even know what you would get. It's like a foldable like box. It's like a like a reveal box. So it looks like it's just a box, but when you open it, it's got like different layers and pages, so it kind of like opens up and it's got like different sections. Yeah, I don't know. So we what bought a base. We did not make yeah. the base, but we bought a little like base memory box, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Yeah, and it was, it was hard shape. It was heart shape in my heart shape box, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was really cute. Had just a lot of different like pictures and notes and stuff, you know, from from different members of the the circus. Just the circus, I guess. Is that is mm-hmm. that the way to? Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah. Um, so just little notes from different uh, members of the of the society. Mm-hmm. We were going to originally have it just be, like, simps, like, specifically partners of you right now, but then there was just, like, a couple extra ones that we thought would be good to put in, like... Ryan really hit me. Yeah. (laughs) Just, he wrote, you're pretty all right. That's all his notes said. It was it. Just, you're pretty all right, Ryan. (laughs) But I expect nothing less. Like, that. that's not, like... That's not a slight. That's not a yeah. like that. That's just who they are, yeah. and you know the fact that they felt compelled to write anything says a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because <laughs> that we have like a note from because we had been sharing this box with our 
with a couple of our friends is kind of like a oh like do you think you'll like this this come how this is coming along blah 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 and he submitted he, he sent a picture of his note to that group chat and was just like i contributed he'll think it's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all he said and we were just like what the fuck right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i i definitely appreciated it i think i think his was one of the first ones i even saw too because mm-hmm. i think it's like right like in one of the crevices it was one of the front ones because it was glories and then yeah. behind glories was ryan's and i was just like oh look at look at this little guy look at this little guy <laughs> look at this little guy just just, just being funny and whatnot mm-hmm. but yeah it was very cute i appreciated it a whole lot and it wasn't stupid i don't think it's stupid i think it's <laughs> cute as shit and i loved it yeah thank you you but yeah um I, but yeah that that was very very nice and um yeah i think that that's conc- mainly it a yeah. lot of we have a couple of things coming up um like this mm-hmm. upcoming mm-hmm. thursday is february's goth night which i know i talked about january's yeah. goth night um so we are planning on going to that um I'm going to go with my buddy Casper and then... Have you, yeah, you um, talked to Casper. Yeah, and then our buddy Smoke is actually off Thursday, so he's going to oh. tag along and wants to try to get done up a little bit, but wants to just kind of feel the vibes. I think if that's a chill enough bar that he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it definitely gets busy, but it's not, like, overwhelming. Yeah. And the music's not, like, too loud. Mm-hmm. You definitely still talk to each other yeah you don't have to like and you don't have to do the yeah like hey how's it going Mm -hmm. like you can have a normal conversation at a normal voice and be fine yeah but yeah that's one thing we got coming up Uh, i'm going to another tournament this weekend Mm -hmm. just in bloomington this time so not too far away from uh where we reside so um that one's gonna be the pioneer format so a little bit different than the ones i've been playing recently um i did one other pioneer one but uh the last one i just did was a modern one where fortunately um my buddy david didn't do the greatest but this was like his first like competitive tournament since like pre-pandemic so um oh wow yeah, like, he hasn't done anything really magic-related in outside of, like, just casually playing tabletop with people. So, um, like, we did definitely do some magic tournaments, like, before the pandemic and stuff with him. But uh, the big thing for him was he realized... He definitely, like, after the games, realized his mistakes that he made. So, mm-hmm. like, that's always, like a good feeling where like you're not coming out of a match and being like, like i don't know I, do? I don't know what i could have done different mm-hmm. you know that that's always more of a defeating feeling to me and like oh i should have like brought this card in in mm-hmm. this matchup and like it should it could have helped me or oh i misplayed here because i did x y and z mm-hmm. um i know i definitely have that moment a lot because i just always forget to not like like wait till the second uh like second main phase is that what it would be called yeah main phase two main phase two yeah to just like play things that would have benefited from the attack step after the fact i'm always like wait shit ah!" 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and like that's a that's a level up moment for a lot of like newer players to Magic is playing stuff in your second main phase if you don't have to, um, or like if it doesn't benefit you uh, going into your attacks to to play something beforehand. Like obviously, if you're gonna put out like something that like boosts up all your creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, play that in your first main phase, but if you're just going to play, like, some, like, mana dork, do-nothing thing, or, you know, just uh, a lower impact thing, just play it in your second main phase, there's no reason, because that way you can keep up your mana during combat in case your opponents try to, like, mess with your stuff. Right. That's always, like, a big thing to, like, think about, because a lot of people get in the mindset of just like oh i want to play this now it's a cool thing play it now right yeah like i've got the mana i gotta play everything i can right now yeah but yeah though that's always a a big level up moment when people realize that and probably the other big level up moment sorry we're going on a weird like tangent of like it's game related it is it is but another big level up moment is realizing that your life is a resource i feel like i definitely needed like Every period of time, I was like, no. That's why I hated black for a while, and now it's, like, my favorite color to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you were definitely like, but I'm like, I'm like, you should put this card in your deck. It Like, you lose two life and draw two cards. You're like, but I'm losing life. That means I'm dying. And I'm like, but it's getting you cards. But and cards yeah. are more important in this game than life. I feel like that was a big thing, because I was like, I don't feel like, like, this card draw is, is worth more than this. And it's like, it is. It definitely is. Because you know the difference between zero and one life is drastic. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, in the deck that you play a lot. I mean, you have a lot of life gain life anyway. Gain. Yeah. So, like, She compensates. Yeah, she definitely helps <laughs> out. And, I mean, you got, you know, the one angel that puts you back to your starting life total, like, just from coming into play. Resolute, I think Yeah, Resolute, one. Archangel. Yeah, bro. She's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, hoard that in my hand sometimes until, like, someone's got me down to two, and then I'm like, haha, fuck you, I'm a 40 again. Dude, it's, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the way you play it, because, like, if you're at 32 life, unless you need a creature in play, mm-hmm. why would you play that? Yes. Yeah. Gain eight life instead of gain 32 life yeah, or whatever. Exactly. So, like, that's the way you have to think about it. And I've noticed again, you have kind of started thinking more like, well, it's because any time the one thing about my angel deck, because I have, I have, I don't know if I've talked too much about this, but like, I have a angel commander deck. It's a uh, white black. Um, and it's like my go to commander deck. I, I love her. We've put a lot of work into her. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, just talking about oh, like oh, you're right. your plays. God, sorry. Yeah, I'm a little dissociated right now. It's okay. Um, a lot of angels are big cards, so they do things. Um, like they have like other active abilities, enter abilities, things like that. And I always like I don't like playing it when it doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's like, just a thing. I've always been the way with, like, any game, but, like, especially with that, I'm, like, this angel does a thing when it enters the battlefield, so if I don't have the ability to, like, take advantage of that, I'm just gonna hold on to it until I do. Unless, like, I reach a point where I'm, like, I just need a boy, like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then I've got a boy on hand. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and that's, I think, the nicest thing about your deck is your commander is kind of unique in the aspect that 
you don't ever have to pay the commander tax. Mm-hmm. Um, I just pay life, which I'm usually gaining it. Yeah, because it's a 5-5 five, five flying lifelinker anyway. So, like, and for those who are not as familiar with it, uh, commander tax is an additional cost you have to pay to put your commander back out um, from the command zone. So, like, say you play your your legendary creature, it dies. You put it back in the, the command zone because that's how the commanders work. Yeah, they, they don't they're always the available they're to special. you. Uh, you Then you have to pay an additional two mana in, in addition to its normal mana cost. But Circus's commander says that two mana can be paid with life, life instead. instead. Or actually, it has yeah. to. I don't think you even have the option. I don't think so. Uh, oh, so I've got it right here, actually. Yeah, you uh, pay life, so it's always... Say, rather than pay two. So yeah. it's not a choice. You have... Yeah, rather than pay the two mana, you pay two life. So your commander's always five mana, yeah. which is nice, especially when the game starts to go long, where you maybe have like 10, 12 mana. Mm-hmm. You can play her and, and another something angel. else. Or like, you know, they've start, been starting to develop and put out more like lower mana cost angels, which mm-hmm. has been really nice. Yeah. It help, it's been helping... The deck not just be like six drop, six drop, six mm-hmm. drop, five drop, five, you know, just yeah. like all of these like really expensive creatures. But um, I think, yeah, the deck works really well and like it's definitely very scary. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> she kicks butt and she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the lore about her is cool too, but we won't dive in dive into the lore <laughs> the lore the lore please don't sue me map <laughs> but uh yeah we uh we do not take credit for that that is probably not trademarked <laughs> probably not. i don't know if you can like, I don't know. Oh. especially like the words the lore probably aren't trademarkable but anyway yeah, um, but yeah so that's kind of uh our magic spiel, I guess. Kind of <laughs> little, little magic about, tangent. Little, little magic tangent. Um, so I know we were going to kind of talk about games a little bit. We're about 35 minutes in, so we still got a little bit of time if we want to yeah. kind of mm-hmm. talk about things. Um, Touch on it a, a spit. So, I mean, outside of magic, uh, <laughs> games that I like to play a lot, I play a lot of the Pokemon games. So um, definitely... Uh, Scarlet and Violet has taken up a lot of my recent time, mm-hmm. um, as well as Legends Arceus was a big one for mm-hmm. a while there. Um, I just got a PS5, so we've been kind of looking around at the PlayStation Network on uh, some of the games there. Um, I know I want to download some of like the old games that I used to play when I was a, a youngin. So Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper. All that good stuff. Um, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah, then, I've... What, what have you been playing, Circus? So, yeah, I have also been playing Pokemon, but for me, it, it's, a, it's a much newer thing for me. Um, Arceus was, like, besides Pogo, if you if you count Pogo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had never played, like, an OG Pokemon game, ever. Yeah, like a mainline story like, game. They were never just in my range of games I played. Um, Cause a lot of the games I played growing up were dependent on what games my parents played. <laughs> yeah. That's um, fair. And so RCS was the first 
um, was the first Pokemon game, like real Pokemon game we ever played. Besides, yeah. like again, Poco, which I, I wouldn't count as a real Pokemon game. Right. Um, but that was like our opening experience to Pokemon, which was very different from most Pokemon games. And then we got Violet, and because we got the the dual pack, and we got we got the Violet part of it. Lolo obviously got the Scarlet. Um, and that has been a blast. Um, mm-hmm. I finished the complete storyline. I haven't filled out my Pokedex yet, but like, story's done. And that's been really fun. I know that one's a little more traditional, uh, but still different. Yeah, because that, that one actually still has the like gems. Like gems. gems. Arceus just had like the Titans and like some trainers and some, you know, battles with like your rival and and whatnot so mm-hmm. it still had the feel of a I know most of the game. battles you could skip though you yeah. would be like no i'm not gonna fight you and they'd be like okay well here's the rest of the story and like yeah. with, with violet like you, you gotta fight her yeah 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 um but yeah and we've been playing some some board games also um you had something you wanted to say i also with the PS5, one game we did get is we got Strays. Oh, yeah. Um, which I have been very hyped about because I've been watching that, like, grow on TikTok and having, like, seeing it be made. Mm. Um, so it was very cool to see that they had it because I didn't even know they had it. And then Lolo got the PlayStation Plus thing. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, the essential whatever. It's, like, the most expensive version of the PlayStation Plus service, which really isn't that much more than the base one mm-hmm. i think the base one's like 10 bucks this is like 16 so but it lets you just download any of the games that are on the playstation plus um and that was on there so it was essentially like free more or less yeah because you just pay for the subscription but i finished that in like two days uh Oh, you, you, like, beat that <laughs> oh, game? Oh, I beat it. Yeah, oh, okay. I finished it. I wasn't sure if you had gotten around to beating that. Uh-oh. I'll probably play it again because I didn't unlock everything. No. Like, there were more memories I could have unlocked for the little robot dude. Um, but it's it was a very... It was a lot different than I thought it was going to be from the, like, ads that I'd seen. Um, it was much more, like, story-driven. I definitely thought it was going to be a lot more of just, like, a... Goat a simulator. free roam cat room yeah like a goat simulator <laughs> exactly yeah um but it was like legit like it had a story it had a plot like and it was really funny to me because i don't want to like spoil the game honestly because it is a really fun game and i would highly recommend it yeah um because it's cute there's a literal meow mechanic that is vital to the game like them like it, it is an important mechanic it's not just a cute meow and you can even like do like the rub up on yeah them almost every like or whatever every person type like thing if they're standing you can go up to them and like rub up on their legs like cats do and it's just so good um but shoot i was gonna say something else about it i don't know hmm. it's just a very fun game and i would i would recommend it yeah yeah definitely um i know the little bit of it that i watched you play it looked pretty cool yeah honestly and it's an indie game so support small like creators yeah definitely um so yeah and some of the other games we've been playing lately um we actually have been just recently played phantom inc Mm -hmm. 
which is um, a game I got at Gen Con this most recent trip. And it's a really, really kind of cool... It's a word game, mm-hmm. which usually, like, I don't like word games that much. But this one kind of had an interesting theme, and the base premise is you play as a group of spirits and a group of mediums. The spirits are trying to get the mediums to guess a word, but the mediums send questions to the spirits that they'll then start answering. And um, as you start revealing letters to the word for your answer, you will then um, be able to like tell the spirit to stop spelling stuff, Um, And then eventually you can try to make a guess at what uh, you think the word is. And that's been a a pretty fun experience. Um, I know our friends Smoke and Trev actually kind of enjoyed that one. And and Casper, I think, played it. Smoke really likes that game, yeah. Um, And then... What else? We've played Draftosaurus. I love that game. That game is actually like... If we were to do, like, a top five, like, surprises, Mm -hmm. that game knocked my socks off for, like, how easy it really kind of is. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a hard game. You're just drafting different types of dinosaurs into your dinosaur park, and each region of the park has its own, like, bonuses and and objectives. And, like, rules and stuff. And you're literally just passing dinosaurs around. Because didn't you more or less, like, I wouldn't say bought that on, like, a whim, but it was definitely, like, you were like, oh, this is cute and not that expensive, like baby would like this because it was it was a was it that christmas or birthday i that was a christmas gift and yeah um i had heard good things about it like and i not to 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 be you know humble brag here the the shop that i work at we really don't buy bad games Mm -hmm. like you know there have been some some misses with like bigger games but like those kind of games, the owner really kind of knows what he's doing when he orders it. So I'm like, it's cute. I think it, it's like a 20-minute game. So you can mm-hmm. get like three yeah, games Yeah, we did in. so many. Um, and like it even has like an advanced mode, which again, doesn't really add too much difficulty. It just makes some of the rules are, rules rules are a little more a complicated. Little, a little more complicated. Like you have to have certain like pairings of dinosaurs at like different spots in the of the park and whatnot but that game has been very surprising for me and how much how fun it is yeah it's just super cute and it's got different like um rule sets game modes i I wouldn't say game modes because it's it's the same gameplay every time but it's got specific uh like amount of dinosaurs you use depending on how many people play like there's there's it a setting for two well. yeah there's a setting for just two player and then there's yeah. like for i think it goes up to like six i want to say and the two player actually was very good too. yeah like it goes by faster obviously but it was still very fun and yeah. it felt like we still were making a good park it wasn't like oh i only have four dinosaurs to work with me like well and so it's, it's a very interesting phenomenon with games because like a lot of the times you can tell a game was designed with a certain player count in mind, but they wanted to make sure they at least had rules in place to play with a variety of players. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you can be like, oh, well, clearly this game was made with, like, four players in mind, but not every time you get together, you're going to have four players. So, well, it's two to four players can play this game. 
But no, like this one, it actually has a surprising amount of strategy at all levels. Because mm-hmm. I think we've played it. I think we've only played it with two or four. But I can't imagine three would be bad based yeah. on just how it how how the game works. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the two player specifically, I feel like I was able to keep track of more of like what you were doing in your park and be like. Hmm, maybe I can take this and still make it work in my park, but not right. have them get this. Mm-hmm. That um, that was a big thing. Yeah, it's definitely like because some of the um, like the pin rules was like that you have the most of this dinosaur, mm-hmm. so you kind of have to like watch and be like, oh, like how much of that do you have already? Could I take more than you from here? Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's fun, faux show, definitely. But those two games are kind of the ones that stick out in my mind, board game-wise, that we've been playing recently. Um, Honestly, yeah, we've just been doing that. Um, what did we play the other day? Or did we just play Magic the other day? We played Magic recently. The other board game we did play that, that I got from Gen Con, we, got, we played that Surrealist board game. The one with, like, the artists at the dinner table. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one was... That one was okay. Yeah. I feel like that would be more fun with a bigger group. I think we just played it with us, too, that, the first yeah, time. Yeah, and, and I do think that game gets better with more strategically aligned players, too, because there's definitely, like, like rules in the game that can be very convoluted if you don't play a lot of board games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that, you know... Some players may have a hard time with, like, the um, spreading, like, rumors mechanic and, like, just being, like, a negative thing and being rude to, like, opponents. Mm-hmm. So if that's just something that you struggle with, then this probably isn't a game for you. Yeah. We also played that Doomlings game, which I thought was That's fun. what I was thinking. Yeah, we played Doomlings, which is, which is interesting. I feel it's, like, again, it would have been more fun if Trev would have joined in, but yeah. it was still fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of games four players is kind of a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So, um, I definitely want to try Doomlings again because that actually was I, I thoroughly did enjoy it because I, I just do it's a card game. I have an affinity for card games just in general, but it has just like a very like kind of build up your board, kind of just I don't know, just make the best Doomlings you can or whatever. And it's kind of it was just kind of interesting to me, but indeed. So we have reached about 46 minutes into this podcast, so I think... Do we want to talk about that real quick first? Oh, sure, sure. I think Um, that'd just be a good one to touch on. Yeah, so um, before we dive into our draft, we do kind of want to bring up maybe a couple games that have been important to us in our childhood. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd just be a fun topic, because I feel like that's a... Is something that's, like, very similar, but also, like, very diverse, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I would say um, one of the biggest games that I think kind of developed my favorite style of games, which is platformers. I love platformers. Platformers, I just think, unfortunately, are a dying breed in Mm -hmm. a way. Like, you just don't have the 3D true platformers. I feel like we're really starting to get, like, 3d platformers though i feel like the honestly the 
little PlayStation game that came with the PS5. The like, what was that freaking called? Astros, Astros Playworld or something? Playroom. Playroom, whatever that was. Like, I would consider that probably like a pretty true 3D platformer yeah. game. Yeah, it and that was that was fun. It definitely is one of the better ones. Yeah, Astros Playroom. Yeah, um, but like my game that I would like really attribute this to though is the Sly Cooper series. Mm-hmm. I know you really didn't play any of those at all, but it's effectively uh, it's a four game series that evol- involves a thievious raccoon that is um trying to restore his family's book because uh his ancestors throughout time have passed down this book called the thievius raccoonus which is just stories and tales and and feats of the different people in the cooper line who have been great thieves throughout history well in the story um this fiendish five of of other like thieves break in and you know like kill his mother and father and you know rip up the book take the pages and and kind of spread it amongst themselves so the like early book early games are about recovering that book and just trying to steal from other thieves like that's what he believes makes him a master thief is that He's the thief that steals from thieves. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, robbing banks, robbing, you know, museums. His big thing is to steal from other thieves. And I don't know. It was just a very, like, important game for me growing up. I would say very similar. I Honestly, I could not retell you the storyline the way that you just so eloquently did that game. Um, was I loved Crash Bandicoot. That was my, like, yeah. old old game. Um, I, again, like, yeah, I don't remember much of it. I just have, like, like snippets in my mind of, of playing this. And I definitely really love that game. I would say probably the more, like... You know I have the trilogy on my PC, right? I know now. Okay, yeah, you can play the original trilogy on my PC. Anyway, continue. Back it up. Um... But what was probably, like, the I would say the more influential game for me was, was honestly, like, the OG, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Um, I had that on Classics. my Dreamcast. Uh, like, that was, that was, like, my favorite game. And I, I remember playing that game through a lot of not great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it was just, it was a very good game. And I, I honestly. Yeah. And then he, he drowns, and he's just like, <laughs> it's fine. I just like when you don't do anything, he sits there and taps his foot like, bruh, bruh, yeah. we're on a clock. <laughs> and I may be making this up, but I feel like that game, like those games were one of the like things that kind of introduced that whole idea. Of, like, it's almost like fourth wall break. Yeah. <laughs> Where like he... It's like, come on, we, you know, like you said, yeah. like, we've got to, we like, got there's, there's a timer up there, like, we've hello, <laughs> gotta play the game, like, yeah, like what are you, what are we waiting on? What are we waiting on? And I just, I, I always, and honestly, like, I would never say that like the old Mario games are bad because they are also very good games, but I have just always gravitated more towards Sonic, just personally. Yeah, he's just always been my blue man, and I, I don't know. Yeah. 
And I think kind of tying back into one of the games we talked about before, uh, I mean, Pokemon has been there for mm-hmm. me since, like, day one. Like, I had uh, my Game Boy Advance. I was playing, you know, Pokemon Yellow, like, first one ever. I played every Pokemon game except for the original Diamond and Pearl, which was the Generation 4. For some reason, I, you know, it hit hit early high school. And was like, oh, Pokemon's for children. I'm too cool now. I'm too cool for this. And then, <laughs> then sophomore year, you were like, man, Pokemon's still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah this, is, this is pretty dope. And then, especially, like, once I got to, like, college and stuff, it was definitely more like, oh, I'm around other nerds because my degree was in 3D animation and game design. And everybody's like, yo, you play Magic and play Pokemon and do all this fun stuff that, mm-hmm. like, you did as a childhood? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. I am yes. I am amongst my people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Pokemon was a big one for me. Um, and then, yeah, I could go through, like, the whole, like, 3D platformer series that I played. Like, Jack and Daxter, uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Sly Cooper, like I said. Rayman was a good one. Um, I only really played Rayman 3, Hoodlum Havoc, but, like, that was... That was a big game for me. Um, I've always been also a big sports game guy. I, I always really liked playing like the Maddens, especially once they like when uh, sports games started introducing like create a character and like like make your guy like the next big player in the NFL. Like that was a big thing for me. Yeah, I never, I never got into those. Maybe it was just because I wasn't into sports at all as a kid, but, like, I never understood those. And how there was, like, a new one every year, and it was just like, oh, don't, I'm not going to play this game that I paid 60 bucks for last year. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely a uh, an interesting business model. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the idea is that they're always trying to, like, improve the graphics, improve, like the overall gameplay experience they usually give you a different story for your character to progress through um like each like create a character mode has been different but admittedly i haven't played a madden game in a couple years just because it's kind of a mm, scam (laughs) in my opinion because like the games haven't actually gotten that much better in the last, like, eight years. So it seems like they are just kind of releasing the same game every year and just adding a new skin. So, yeah, there's adding new people is, like, all it feels like it is. Um, just the current players. Yeah. stuff, yeah. But um, other than that, I don't know. I just played, played a lot of, like, weird, weird shit, too. Like, I played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh!, um, video games, but I never really played the card game because I liked the anime. And the real card game is nothing like how it is in the anime. So, mm-hmm. um, see, so, yeah, I and then yeah, like Mario. I would say I was more of a Mario person than Sonic because mm-hmm. I played like Super Mario Sunshine, Super uh, Super Mario sixty four, um, and then like Smash Bros. I guess is another big one. Of course. Um, I was definitely big, big uh, into Tomb Raider. Um, 
Tomb Raider is a good game, though. I'm actually like, I'm trying to look at which one I honestly played, and I'm trying to remember based on these images, and I'm guessing based on time frame and images, trying to remember in my little brain. Uh, I believe I played Tomb Raider Legend. Mm. I believe I played Tomb Raider Legend. Uh, Tomb Raider Legend was the one that I like was introduced to. Is what it looks like when I'm trying to remember based on the images. It was either that or the um, the Underworld one, because it was definitely that that time period. Uh, but yeah, that was definitely a vibe, and I definitely feel like. I've always really liked shooter games. I've always been, I dare say, relatively good at them. Um, like Call of Duty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, was in a middle school those. Call of Duty group, and I like would beat all the guys, and they were always like, what? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I played those. I got pretty decent at like Modern Warfare. I had MW3 was the, like, because we used to have an Xbox 360. And that was, like, one of the three games we had. And so I just, like, played the story mode over and over and over again. Because <laughs> we didn't have Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. But yeah. I think those that's a a good, good amount of games that kind of um, were really important to our childhood. And maybe we can even delve into that more in, in, a, in a later episode. I do want to mention one thing. Okay. One game. It was like ingrained in my brain as like one of the first PC games I ever played. Mm-hmm. Was this Incredibles game. Okay. I I think it came in like a pack with mm-hmm. the CD, with the, the, the DVD, not CD. And it was like a, like a telling of the movie in a game. Okay. But there was like some different parts. Like there was like a whole extra scene with like an electric forest that I just like vividly remember. But you would play as, like, different characters throughout the game. And I don't know, that one, again, it was very, like, platformer E in certain parts. But I feel like that played a lot into my, like, gaming, I'm not going to lie. Like, just the different ranges. And, like, definitely I can remember some of my first rage quits in that game. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I want to see if I can find it. Yeah. Oh, it was a GameCube game, it looks like, that must have, like, also... Because I swear I played it on the computer. Maybe it was both? Uh, yeah, it was a Microsoft Windows, PS2, and GameCube game. It was okay. just called The Incredibles. But yeah, is... is When did that release? Um, having a hard time finding it. 2004. Well, no, it was based on the, the 04 game. Oh, it also released in 04. So. Gotcha. So, yeah, literally probably one of my, like, first PC games I ever played. Very cool. Very cool. Alright. Let's go ahead and dive into our draft yes. here. Uh, grab a D20 from the bookshelf. D20 from the shelf. The shelf of mystery. And we have a 10. Okay. Give her. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did it roll under the couch? Oh, no. Just give me another one. We'll find it. Jeez, losing my stuff. 14. 
Cool. So you have the first pick. Okay. Um, so in this draft. For my first pick. We loosely talked about before we started recording what we kind of would deem included. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of the games we deemed included, I'm going to put as my number one pick. It's going to be chess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I figured that would be a good one. Um, yeah, why, why, why is chess your first pick? I've always loved chess. Um, I was a chess club kid, no lie. Um, I think it's a very versatile game. I think it's a great entrance into strategy games mm-hmm. uh, because it doesn't. It does have a lot of pieces, but they all have pretty easy instructions, and there's no extra like this changes this kind of components. It's a strict rule set, a very strict rule set, uh, and I just I love the fact that. There are, like, combos you can do, but there's almost, like, an endless amount of games, different games you can have. Yeah, like, there's definitely, like, the named moves or, like, series of moves, um, if you will. Yeah, um, like, my, my grandpa taught me the, like, the, I don't remember what the moves what it's called, but it's, like, the three-way, like, three-move kill. Yeah. But it entirely depends on what also your opponent does. So it's, yeah. That's what I like about it, is it's... It's a lot harder for you to be like, I'm going to play this next round because homie might whip a knight out and you're like, man, I thought you were going to move your bishop. Like, it's just cool. I've just, I think it's a a basic and it's a staple. It's definitely a staple. And I would really like to have like a nice like glass or like marble chessboard. Yeah, I agree. I think what I would like picture as the perfect chess set is a nice wooden board with like stone pieces i think that would be like my perfect vision that'd be very cool or like marble stone whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it um but yeah I, I agree um my first pick i'm gonna go with the game that's probably caused more tables to be flipped than any other game people have probably lost friendships Maybe even divorces have been caused by this game. I mean, you know, like, the second most, like, I think highest cause of divorce is money. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) my number one pick, the second overall pick in the draft, is Monopoly. Yeah. That's another good just staple game. Like, I feel like... If you don't have a nice Monopoly set in your collection... Which we don't right which now. Which I was like, what are you, where are you going with this? Um, again, that's another kind of, again, with, like, the chess thing. I want to get, like, a nice, like, I even want to, like, I want to get a cool, like, Us Monopoly Yeah, like a themed set, one. But then also just, like, a nice classic one, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, again. I want them to come out with, like, like, an anniversary edition that's, like, a noir. That'd be sweet. That's just like night themed. I think that'd just be really cool. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. Um, And I, yeah, I don't want any, like, as cool as, like, the mechanic is, like, like the one where you have, like, the credit cards and stuff. Now, give me those dollars. Yeah, I want the dollars. Yeah, give me the the green hotels and the red houses. We had one, um, am I, I don't want to say growing up because it was when I was like a teenager and my siblings were 
younger because my siblings are quite a bit younger than I am. Um, we had one that had like you collected brands and you put them in this little like slider that you had, like the pieces, and they were bigger or smaller depending on the brand. Um, and the game just won when you filled up your slider. So it would end like relatively quick. It didn't have the longevity of like a big Monopoly game. Um, but it was like pretty fun. It just definitely, again, was not the same. But it was, I feel like I like even that a little more than like the cards because there was still paper cash. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, that's my, uh, my first pick in, in the um, draft here. Mm-hmm. Um, my second pick. I think I'm going to... I'm debating between two here. So if you don't take my next one next, it'll probably be my next one. I'm going to go with... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with The Game of Life. Okay. That was, that was like, definitely on my radar. I love Life. It was always one of my favorite board games growing up. Um, I'm not going to even lie and say that I don't just like that little spinner. That there's yeah. no dice. You just get the little... Like, it just, it's a very good sound. makes brain go burr in a happy way. And I like all the little pieces. You get to make your little family. I just, I always thought that that was just super fun. And my after school program, that was one of, like, the three games we had. So we played it a lot. And it was just, it was very fun. I would definitely, like, again, like, with that one, if they did, like, a, like, a big, like, maybe an anniversary set or, like, just something newer and nice. Because I know they still produce that game, but I wouldn't just want a basic version of that game. I agree. Because I just I I do love that game. I think that's something we need to honestly do is we need to just actually like stockpile our like classics. Yeah, because we we have a lot of good like big strategy games. Yeah, but like just don't have a lot of like the classics to just whip out. But for sure. Um. Yeah, Game of Life is a great one. I played that a lot growing up, and mm-hmm. it's definitely deserving of like being picked this highly. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Now. My next pick, it's probably not what you think, like, you're, you're, I think you're going to get your next pick. Okay. Um, and you can, you can throw the flag on me if you think this is maybe delving a little bit too far into strategy, but I think it's classic enough and is in the same vein as, uh, the games we're going for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, just like the base game of Risk. Would be my second. See, pick. I don't know enough about it to to deny you. So, um, risk is. You remember? So, you, you remember the game we played? Um, small, uh, small world. Mm-hmm. That I called like fantasy risk. I mean, it's a Hasbro game. You're good. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's like Hasbro, Milton Bradley is kind of the vibe we're going for. Yeah. But Risk is just another one of those, like, it is more strategic, it is a higher level of strategy, but you're trying to take over the world with your army, you generally get, you know, so many troops based on how many countries you've taken over, Um, and you're just trying to, again, defeat all of your other opponents by taking over the world, Um, and I just like the little, like, pieces, the little army pieces, sometimes you have, like, little tanks. I like games with pieces. Yeah, Games with Pieces is always fun, right? <laughs> um, but I haven't played this one in, in, a, in a good while, but this was definitely like one of my like top games growing up. 
um, just because I do enjoy some of the more modern takes on Risk. Like I said, like Small World or some of the other ones that have more fantasy aspects to it because it, this one is obviously more real world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my number two pick for overall is Risk. Sweet. So yeah, I, I was not my next pick. <laughs> um, so for my third pick, fifth pick overall, I'm going to go with Clue. Yep. See, I this is this is exactly what I thought you were getting at. <laughs> and yeah, again, Clue definitely on the radar. And another game that we don't have because we want a nice one. Yeah. Or like a themed one because they make a lot of like like show clues or like things like that. If I ever find an Adventure Time clue, we're getting it. Snapping it off. Snatched. Yeah. Um, bro. I want to make a FNAF clue. Mm. Bro, it'd be so easy. The boiler room. Like, you got the different rooms. Yeah. Bro, it could be done. It it easily could be done. <laughs> but yeah, Clue, Clue's just, another, again, another classic, another good family game. Um, it was one my mom really liked, so it was one we played more often, because mom liked it, so we did it. Um, <laughs> and it was... It's just a good one, I honestly feel like. And I like how you, like, figure everything out. I like that it is, it, like, in theme, a darker game. Like, you, you're solving a murder. And I always kind of like that. Like, it was kind of fun. Like, yeah. we're, not just, we're not just buying things. Like, someone got killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just always thought that was fun. I, yeah, I agree. I've played my fair share of, of Clue. It's always a good one. Um, there are some some pretty cool variants on it um, that ha- are in the more of the strategy world that I kind of want to show you if you mm-hmm. like that one. Yeah. Um, like uh, I think it's like Who Killed Doctor Darcy or something is like one of them. Um, and it's a very similar style, but just kind of has some neat twists and turns in it. So Swag. that's one we should definitely look look into getting and and, and showing you. But yeah, um, are you are you are we are we ready to to move on to my next? Pick? I am. If you are cool, yeah. So my next pick is you know what I I really I'm really sorry to say it's gonna be sorry. Oh God, <laughs> um, that's a good one for sure. It's just it's you know. It's nothing special. It's not got all these like bells and whistles. You're just trying to get you know all of your pieces back into their into their home. Um, we talked through it earlier. I think oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, if you hear a background noise, it's our chameleon's Mister. It probably went off about an hour ago, which maybe with editing will be like near the beginning of this. But yeah. If you hear it, I don't know how well it... The fish tank doesn't come through, so I really don't think the mister will, but if it does... Yeah. It's all good. But, um... But yeah, so sorry. Just a just a fun game. You can play it with, like, you know, anybody of any age. You know, children can play it. It's just really fun. I actually played a game of Sorry, like, a bit ago. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I was there for I don't that. think so. I'm trying to remember who I even played... Oh, uh-huh. I played it at the hospital. <laughs> oh, 
well, <laughs> Grippy Sock Hotel. Grippy Sock Hotel. Um, um, but yeah, no, Sorry is a great game. And um, I, I feel like of the kind of older classic board games who have gotten like newer versions, like Sorry Sliders. I don't know if you've played that version. No. Honestly, isn't bad. Okay. The, the, the little pieces have like little marbles in them and you like slide them at other people to like knock them off. Oh, and that's like. That sounds fun. Like a sorry. That's like the sorry. <laughs> yeah. And that's always the, the thing that comes up too is like. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> so for that reason alone. Yeah. I have to take it. No, it's, it's definitely a, a good, a good classic. Um, but yeah. What, what are you going to take this round? Um, I'm going to go with this one. This is, I feel like, a little bit risky to take as a, as a draft pick mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it definitely has just, like, a bit of nostalgia for me, mm-hmm. but it's not quite my number five, which I know we, we take our number five as, like, our personal pick. It's not quite my personal pick because uh, I do still feel like it is a bigger game. Yeah. But Trouble. Yo, because it's got that pop o pop thing! I yeah. love that. You don't lose the dice because they're literally built into the game. Yeah. And very this is similar. I've actually never played. Really? Or like I don't remember playing. Yeah. I only know it for the pop of it. Yeah, that was a game we had growing up, and I just very similar vein to Sorry in the way that like you have to roll, I think like a one or a six to be able to get out of your mm-hmm. home, and you can jump on people and send them back to their home. So like very yeah. similar Sorry rules. Um, but yeah, the little pop thing, I loved it. It is, you could say it's a gimmick, but like, I feel like it's a really nice way to roll a die. And again, it's contained. It is probably one of the best ways to not like have, be worried about somebody manipulating their die roll. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't fudge that. I can't. Yeah. I can't think of how like you could figure that out. And I feel like it's again, safer for kids who you might be worried about them eating a die. I mean, the trouble pieces themselves. Yeah. But I mean, aside from that. But like. I don't know, like, I know adults who don't know how to freaking roll a dice properly and, like, throw it across the whole table. Like, with this, you don't you don't have to worry about that. It's literally contained. You just boop. That's how many pieces you go. And yep. it's just, I like it. It was always a fun game. Yep. Yep, that's a good one. Um, again, I, I purely know it for the Pop-O-Matic, but I would be down to play that game just for at sure. least once. It's, yeah, that's, that's one I would definitely like to repurchase whenever we have smalls yeah um for this round i'm going to take it's it's really hard because i I, there's a there's a lot of options that could go in this spot but i think i'm going to go with the eternal classic of does your person look like they work at subway (laughs) yes who yeah. That's a going, very good game. We're going I, with Guess Who. I love Guess Who. Um, me and my buddy Smoke bought a Guess Who game and then took out all the pictures and reprinted My Hero Academia characters. Amazing. And made a My Hero Guess Who. Amazing. And, and we specifically do it with, like, fun questions. Like, it's not just, like, your character has, like, not naturally colored hair. We'll be like, whose parents have we met in the show? Or like, things like that, like trivia questions. Or then we'll do silly things like... Who's a little like it, like is your character a little bitch baby? Nah, like he's he's a stud and it's like, okay, yeah. I know who to take down. Like <laughs> Which again, I feel like you could also do a Five Night at Freddy's. Oh, absolutely there's this. definitely enough like characters now. <laughs> like yeah. all the toy line bro. I wanna do it now. I, I feel like we should do that. Let's do it. Okay, cool. I'm in. 
But yeah, other than that, just like the... I Guess who's like one of the games I've played a lot of. And I do just love the fact that there's that TikTok that I reference. like, does your person look like they work at Subway? And there's yeah. only the one person with the hat yeah. and the whole thing. <laughs> and the, the other person's like... Yes. And then he's yes. just like <laughs> knocking them all down. And it's like, I don't think move. I've seen that you one. You haven't seen that? I don't this? think so. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he's literally like, all right, babe, does your person look at their work at Subway? And, and she's just like, yes. Yeah. And he's just. <laughs> <laughs> Your move. Your move. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, for for that almost that reason alone, I, I, I'm adding it. And your your final My fifth final. round pick, the one that also speaks to the heart. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I gotta throw it back again. I know a lot of these are throwbacks, but I feel like that's kind of just the nature of these games. I agree. Because they're childhood games for every generation. I had to give my fifth pick to Candyland. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Candyland's a good one. I loved Candyland. Um, I liked kind of the fact that, like, there isn't a die with that. You just draw the cards with the color, and that's how, like, where you go. And I thought that was, like, at the time, like, a kind of unique thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I like all the mascots. I think that was, again, another kind of more unique thing. It wasn't just, like, the Monopoly man, little kids playing shoots and ladders. Like, it was it was a, like, there were different people who ruled these different areas of this candy land. And that was just very nifty. And as, like, a very creative child, like, I just always was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, I have a, I have a queen, was it queen or princess mintine? Oh, I have a Funko Pop of one of, like, the friggin' Candyland yeah. mascots. Like, it's just a very good one. So that is my my fifth pick. And awesome. what will be your fifth pick? Round us out, babe. Yeah, so the last pick here for our um, kind of, you know, Mattel, Hasbro, Milton Bradley kind of games. I'm going to go with... The eternal classic, Battleship. Mm, you know, that's a really good one. I can't... I, I, I think the value at number five for this pick is just, like, insane. Honestly, I I forgot about it. Like, I, would, yeah. I completely forgot about it. Or honestly, I probably would have put it a little higher. Because that is a very good game. Yeah. Have you seen, like, the, the live Battleship? Yeah. <laughs> like, with the, with the tennis court? I think that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I also just really... And as cool and flashy as some of like the electronic battleships were, the little pieces, the little chits, and just because nothing hits better than putting in that little red piece on your ship. Yeah, like, like damn, damn it, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, like hit, <laughs> and just the the ability, like it honestly probably has some of the most replayability of any of the games on this just again, because you set up endless the things every time right so like your arrangement you can go ballsy and just group all your ships together oh, yeah and just straight like, down hope the road hope your opponent just like is out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. or you know 
spread them out, whatever. Like that, that game just like really spoke to me as like a child, and I played countless hours yeah. of that. No, that's a very good pick. You're right. It's a shame that 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 was the last pick of the whole round. Yeah. Um, I do want to throw out an honorable mention on the list, and I didn't put it on here because it's also kind of a hot take of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Mousetrap? Mousetrap fucks. Mousetrap's not a game. Explain. It's a toy. Explain further. I just feel like there's not a lot of game to it. The game is like setting up this trap. And then, then you, like, like, you move around the board, though, and you try to catch the mouse. Yeah, but, like, I just feel like there's not, like, an in-depth, like, rule set. You're just, like, adding these pieces to a board and just triggering a trap. Like, that's just, like, an activity. I, I guess. I guess. I, know, like I, said, like I see what you're saying, but, it, like, I fundamentally disagree. It's a hot take. I also, like, I loved Mousetrap, um, but I also just love the fact that you had about a 90% chance that it just didn't work. That's Even it. a fresh out-of-the-box game. Like. Exactly. <laughs> See, that, that's what I'm saying, too. Like, but that's part of the challenge. That's what made it harder to catch the mouse. It's, like, in the same vein, and this is probably going to hurt some people's feelings, as Hungry Hungry Hippo. It hurts my feelings. I'm about to, like, turn my microphone off right now. I love that fucking game. It's great, but it's not a game. It is a toy. <laughs> yeah, you're just here smacking the shit out of this button. And, like, the balls are not even going in the mouth half yes, the time. They are. They're flying across He's the room. He's eating. No. That's that... why the new versions are, like, enclosed. I think are so. They really? I think so. I want to say that I've seen enclosed ones. Wow, I just Googled hippo. That was not what I wanted to look at. <laughs> but I swear they're, like, enclosed now. Or at least they have, like, an edge. Oh, okay. So there's a miniature one that's a two-player one. That one's enclosed. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm the thinking The fun of. on fun. Yeah. The fun on the run. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Nah. Nah. Hungry Hungry Hippos is a toy. It's still fun. Oh. I will absolutely have fun, again, smashing that little trigger. Hold on. Did you know that they have names? The hippos? Yes. I did not. Okay, so because I'm on, like, the, like, big box store uh, thing for selling that's selling this game. I wonder if it has it in the wiki. Um, vet. Oh, it has it in the, in the wiki. Does it? Yeah. Okay, what are the names that it has there? Um, so Lizzie Hippo is the pink or purple one. Henry Hippo is the orange one. Homer Hippo is the green one. And Harry Hippo is the yellow one. Interesting. That's not what it has on this one. Interesting. So I can't see the orange or the blue one unless it has more pictures here. But the green one is Vegipotamus. Okay, so that so that looks like... That one's on here. Also, and the yellow is bottomless potamus. Yeah, it looks like the in the fall 2009 North American edition, the game has a lighter blue base with pastel color versions of the hippos named Sweetie Possumus, Pink Bottomless Possumus, Yellow Veggie Possumus, Green, and Pinky Potamus, the orange one. Sure, yeah. So yeah, that. Oh, in the the 2012 re-release, 
has uh, sweetie possumus as the blue one, bottomless possumus as the yellow one still, veggie possumus the green, and hungry hippo as the orange. Interesting. So it's actually just hungry hippo. His name used to be Henry Hippo. Now he's hungry but hippo. Any, any. Oh my god, did sweetie transition? She went from pink to blue. <laughs> is is that part of the lore, <laughs> the lore. <laughs> of hungry hungry hippos? Yes. It, would you like to throw out an honorable mention that just didn't quite make your list? Uh, I don't know, bro. I need to like. Or any about. other spicy takes? Um. I don't know if I have like spicy takes. Uh, I like. Would would like Connect Four count? I I consider Connect Four. I fuck heavily with Connect Four. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, that's a good one for sure. Uh, An- me... Another activity and not a game is that stupid game that took over like mm. the like social media for a while, where you have the freaking pie face game. Oh yeah, with like the you, you twist the knob like so many times. Yeah, um, and it just throws shaving cream or whipped cream in your face. It's I, like that's an activity. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've been. I looked up like a list of board games, and I didn't even see the board game that came to mind. Um, I need to actually look and make sure that's what it's called. But I have officially decided my my mind if this is what it's called. Yeah, it's like they're like icebreaker games, like like that's what like they're called, not like an icebreaker concept. Like the one I had was called, just called Break the Ice. Don't break the ice. Oh yeah. And and you make like this little board, and you put this little man on there, and you have these little hammers, and you yes. tap out the little squares yes. and try to like not have it fall through. And it was whoever made it fall through lost. Yeah. That game was my shit. I I actually we sold this. At uh, the other place that I worked at for a while. One of them all? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that that was like a classic game that we had for like, for kids and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, it's an old Hasbro game by, by Cootie Games. Cutie Games? I don't know. Looks like a little caterpillar. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, that game's a lot of fun, actually. Can definitely be susceptible to temper tantrums. Oh, yeah. But, uh. I didn't break that one. No. <laughs> just break the whole thing. <laughs> break the whole... <laughs> if I can win, no one can win. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cool. I think that was a well, solid draft. Solid, I agree. solid, solid, solid ep. Cool. So yeah, <laughs> that uh, that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Do we want to preview our next one? Do we know what our next one is? Well, we at least know what our our activity is. Activity is. We're gonna. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna do like more like designer board games, if you will, for our next one. And it's gonna be a top five, not a draft, because yeah. I'm not as well versed, and yep. we might have some doubles there. <laughs> yep, I, I I definitely expect some doubles because again, at least in the last you know two years plus, pretty much have only been playing games with each other mm-hmm. and like our friends. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably have some on here that you probably don't, haven't even played, mm-hmm. but, um, 
So look forward to that being our next activity, and we'll uh, figure out what we're going to talk about for the main topic of the episode Yes. by next week. Yes. All right. Well, again, I want to thank you all for stopping by and, and listening. Sure. and Spending an hour of your time with us. Yeah. And again, my name was Logan. Cirque is here. And uh, hope you learned something. And we'll see you next time on the Did You Know Podcast. Bye. Bye.